I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My name's Jake, and I found a bunch of pornographic magazines inside a dead man's house. Not just any old magazines. Australian softcore pornography from the early 90s. Now, me and my little mate Pete want to invite you to have a look at some pretty rude stuff with us. So hold on to your stiffies, everyone, and welcome to Smut Club 1990. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a, another episode of Smut Club 1990, the only podcast where we peruse softcore Australian pornography from the 90s. My name's Jake Smith, and I'm joined, as always, in the shed uh, by my little mate from a few grades below. It's bloody Peter James. How are you, buddy? Hello, Jake. I am so, so fucking good. I'm so excited to be here with you. I started wanking in the car on the way over <laughs> so that I'd be ready to go by the time we got here. So I'm sitting at half mast right now, ready to blow as soon as I see something exciting. How are you? Uh, yeah, very good. Very good. As, uh, you know, I was reading about this morning, fluffers. Uh, uh, fluffer um, in a... Uh, <laughs> in a what? I just realised that I got so drunk last night, and I haven't eaten today, and I'm a ball of nerves, and now I've got to do a podcast, and I and I'm like, will I be fine? <laughs> and my first uh, attempt at a conversation then was just uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so that's how I am uh, today, Peter. What Thank are you reading about fluffers for? Uh, I don't know. I got into a Wikipedia wormhole. It's like someone who sucks. Some, oh, they, they keep the porn. Uh, yeah, I know hard. what a fluffer is, but yeah. why are you reading about? Well, it? Well, I just thought you don't. Can't you just use your hand? Like what is just that? A t- sure, just a just, <laughs> just surely a you week. don't need someone else to wank you off. A tough week running comedy for you in Brisbane. <laughs> that you're researching alternative <laughs> careers uh, <laughs> and you'd be very good at it. But hey, we don't have time to talk about fluffers, just you and I, because we have a very special guest in the shed, an exchange student here all the way from Adelaide, staying at mum and dad's house with us, reformed uh, pigeon killing man, <laughs> very nice boy, but absolute lunatic. Please welcome to the shed, James Donald. It's great to be everybody. here, great to be here on this degenerate <laughs> podcast where you talk about Australian pornography from the 90s. It's great to be here. I don't have to look at any of the pornography. I'm trying to keep myself right. It's great to be here having what? the chat. For, for listeners who are not uh, familiar, why, mm. why would you not want to look at any of the pornography? Because I, one doesn't want to be set off, you know? Why, because obviously masturbation is wrong. And uh, we all struggle with that. Well, we should struggle with that. Some of us just give in and just do it all the time. But uh, I think it, it is to be struggled with. And I'm happy to come on the podcast where we are to mock this magazine, but I myself could not personally turn mine eye towards the lewd nudes of 1997. You know, I find I used to think that it was wrong to ask a woman to cover up. I really did. I thought the hijab, how dare they? But now I just think since coming here, no one's wearing masks in Brisbane. And I go into a shop when I arrive and I see all these women's mouths for the first time. And I went, my God, cover those up. This is, <laughs> this is too sensual. I haven't seen a mouth inside in Adelaide in 
four months? Just no mouths. Then you get in there and it's mouth, 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 mouth. Unbelievable. It's not right. Well, I, uh, I can already tell that this is going to be a very enjoyable episode. <laughs> yeah, if we could just, before we continue, I'm just going to stop the timer uh, on when I'm first going to start feeling anxious and it was 32 seconds. <laughs> Uh, what, you don't find a mouth a sexual <laughs> organ? No, it's a beautiful organ, undeniably. One um, of my favourite organs. Oh, I've so beautiful that it must be kept safe and discreet and for the husband. <laughs> oh my God, you are something else. You're um, a fucking creature. Now, obviously, you're off, you're off the tugging at the moment. Um, we struggle. I struggle again. I really, genuinely, I look forward to old age. When that desires for intercourse shrivel. I'll tell you what, though. My dad is a very old man. You met my dad yeah, on Monday. Yeah, but he is virile. He has a great mm. uh, sexual energy pouring out of <laughs> he him. Is I just mean he could do anything, you know? Yeah, his beard, unbelievable. His beard is the size of four smaller men. <laughs> yeah. Is Pete, uh, is Pete, oh, you're Pete. What's, is Steve still having a crack? Oh, man. Th- as soon as I... Ticked over to adulthood. Yeah. It was like the switch of what he's willing to tell me he's done. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Went, and he's like, oh, happy 18th. Anyway, so there's this prosy, right? And I go, ah, no, oh, stop that. You're fucking he's a proper me. little root rat, this man. I don't think it <laughs> necessarily goes away just because you get older, because I think it's gotten worse for him. That mm. He seems muscular and strong, though. He's I, very muscular and I strong. I hope to decay into a sort of Baron von Harkonnen <laughs> well, if you, lump, although he still has sex. If you hope to decay, I've got some really good news for you, James. <laughs> <laughs> you look um, awful. Thank you. <laughs> I've been setting myself up perfectly for this Omicron variant. <laughs> I'm riding high into the Omicron. Have I gone too loud? I've gone too loud. <laughs> Omicron, get it on. Um, I'm a crown. I'm full long. I got the Omicron. I want the Omicron. All right, let's get Omicron it. I can tell I'm going to have a very. very, This feels very much like car crash again, where I am mainly here to steer the ship. Today, I feel like I will be doing a lot of ship. Boys, we've got to talk about the pornography. (laughs) I have. This is this is a question we've started asking guests when they come on for the first time. Uh, It's kind of become a recurring theme. Mm. Do you remember your first interaction with? Pornography, whether it be print, digital, what what was your? <laughs> yes, I remember. On. We, you know, I the, think it was the, the same. Ones. As, I think everybody <laughs> when we were in, uh, I was in like primary school on an excursion in a park, and there was a titty mag in a bush. This is this getting is unbelievable. Yeah, so people won't understand this. The younger people that titty mags just used to be scattered chaotically in bushes <laughs> right around the country. This is unbelievable. Mm. We're going to have to edit together a compilation of. <laughs> People around Australia Has everybody saying, said that? Like Almost, four in a row. Yeah, it's obscene. It's like white dog poo. You used to see it all the time. We've also said white dog poo on here that multiple was like times. Really? <laughs> well, they're the great mysteries of things that have disappeared, <laughs> along with the dream of home ownership. And um, where's, that, where's that man who used to host Deal or No Deal? Where's Andrew O'Keefe at? <laughs> He's out there scattering <laughs> pornography. <laughs> Burjo's catchphrase? Oh, you know, Burjo's still on Twitter. Yeah, I know. He's great. Who's Burjo? Sorry. Oh, you're too young. Do you, you don't remember Burjo's catchphrase? Burjo's catchphrase. Oh, oh no. fantastic no, show. I remember time. watching it at the back of the gym uh, in Indrapilly when Dad would uh, go to work out. Where I'm sure many above board activities took place oh, at the back uh, of the gym. Absolutely. No, no, I'd be out in like the little smoking area or whatever outside <laughs> as, a ch- as a child, just out, out like courtyard and they have a telly on and they'd have Burjo's catchphrase and they had like a... Um, hold on, I'm just going to pause to get this dog outside. Super. Burjo's catchphrase. Burjo's catchphrase. 
Virgil's catchphrase. It's a Virgil's. What year were you born? You would have been born like 2001. <laughs> 2001, yeah. no, 98. 98. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember, and it was like it had a, it had a like a phrase, like the I don't know what's a burn the hand worth two in the bush, right? And they'd have something like, um, and they'd have something. It would be like it would be illustrated, and then people have to. What do you have to do? You have to pick away. This oh, there were there were many variants on a game that we don't remember that lasted two seasons. <laughs> but it was like it was like there'd be a picture, and you'd have to guess the phrase. And I think if you'd answer questions. That some of the picture would become more visible somehow, yeah. and then eventually you'd go, "Wait a minute, that's a, there's a bird and a hand, and there's two birds in a bush. Was that um, two bush thousand. bird hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was fucking great. Burjo's catchphrase, fantastic little show. Watch the lot I think of it. He's a Perth man as well. He's a Perthanality. Perth. <laughs> that's what they call him there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that really like Basil Zemplis. Welcome to Perth, Perthlings. <laughs> do, you know, do you know Basil Zemplis? <laughs> oh, a Perthanality. A Perth. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't. It just Did sounds you like not a know lisp. that that's what they say there? And then they say the women are perfect. Oh, I'm puns? never visiting this state. Oh, no, this is I'm genuinely never going how over there. We're due to go this to Perth. Uber that's all speak. off. That's all off. Well, especially with this motherfucking Omicron variant. <laughs> Shit, son. This Omicron. I'm a crown. Oh my god, I'm a crown. <laughs> Someone right. get Macron on the phone. There's a Omicron. <laughs> okay. So Hey, wait, what if what if the president <laughs> of France was Irish? He'd be all Macron. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby. Oh, all right. Uh, we probably have time to get Omicron. That's what it's getting on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today, because of your aversion to uh, nudity and, and... Hey, I'm just trying not to find myself triggered while I'm over here by the, the sex well, and sexuality. You know, I was in an op shop recently, and they had those little Japanese figurines. I was just walking past, and I saw these little Japanese figurines with the, where they put the underpants on them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those little miniatures of, like, sexy ladies with, the, yeah. with like, in a weird position such that... You're just walking past, like, oh, a little yeah, Sailor Moon. Little, Oh, little school girl with her underpants out. And you go, what sort of fucking culture is generating this sort of absolute nonsense? And also, like, why is this being sold in a Christian op shop with an extensive range of Bibles and rosaries? Like, I know we've got to raise money to look after these children, but is sexually, you know, stimulating children? You know, making children a sex object Is that how we're going to get the rest of them out of poverty? I don't fucking know, man <laughs> Yeah, it's very off-brand uh, <laughs> I'm a Christian off-shop I can't believe it myself no. um, Sex and children The oh, church yeah, imagine, says no Imagine, well, no These are girl children, though It's very important oh. These oh, are yeah, okay, heterosexual now, now, I'm, now I'm confused But imagine, having to go, imagine going there and buying that Model with the lady at the oh yes we're going to buy a magazine and a t-shirt and that wonderful <laughs> little fuckable doll because <laughs> you couldn't just you couldn't just walk in and get the doll exclusively oh no buy the get... four dolls you know like you know there's like that old thing of like oh you get condoms and you're like oh I also need shampoo Mate, they you had, know you make a lot a of thing. Graham Green novels they had a guide to Australian cooking in the 1970s why would you <laughs> Power of One <laughs> oh fuck Angels, Power, yeah. Angels and Demons oh, there's mate. a lot of copies of that getting around. <laughs> I'll tell you what the demon's coming out of me when I see that little plasticine model with the underpants. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. I almost want to send you to the bathroom now for a wank just to level no, you out. No. No. <laughs> no. Come on. No. We'll fluff. So, we'll fluff. We'll do the fluffing. So this week, to uh, instead of doing a horny one, we did have mm. a very horny... Uh, Let's not pretend that's not why we're doing the other one. 
It's because it was about the Maasai warriors of Kenya, and you were worried that I'd take it to an uncomfortable place. <laughs> I, um, oh, and if history has <laughs> told us anything in the last ten minutes, what a fucking decision we made! <laughs> I have I, such nothing... a vener- veneration for the Maasai. I'm a big Maasai fan. They jump up and down. Yeah. <laughs> and what what is a Maasai? For, uh, it's for a, the people that don't okay, know. Because I Maasai, didn't know. What is it? It's a Kenyan you know a tribe. massage. You know, massage. Yes, it's the. Uh, it's not. It's the Latin all. plural. <laughs> Maasai. <laughs> what, what other Maasai? They're uh, a tribe. Tribes people. They're a powerful bush. tribes people of uh, Kenya. I actually have a book on traveling to East Africa, and living. <laughs> is I think what it's called. Look, I'm going to read. I'm going to read the first. Well, this is not the article that we're going to do. Yeah. But I'm going to read the first uh, paragraph of this, and we can just judge. This is the first thing. And, uh, how, and we can uh, judge how much of a minefield this would be. Uh, it says, A married mum of three has decided to chuck it all in and go to Africa, where she plans to spend the rest of her life rooting a fearsome Maasai warrior who happens, who just happens to have a gigantic dick. Now, what do we... What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't think it just happens to have it. I think the Messiah are known for their large dicks. There's a wonderful man named Paul. His stage name is he's in uh, Adelaide. I don't know what his real last name is, but he insists that the white MCs bring him on stage as Paul the Black because it makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, coming up next is uh, Paul, Paul, the, Paul the Black, everybody. And he loves it. But he goes, I was on the Wikipedia page going through all the different tribesmen. And he's like... He's like, that tribe is so gay. They're the gay tribe. <laughs> <And I was laughs> like, Paul oh, the Yeah, he was saying that. And I was like, oh, that, they don't say that about on that uh, Wikipedia. It doesn't say that's the gay tribe. You know, there's like eight tribes or something. And I go, what about the Messiah? He's like, they, got the, they have the big dicks. That's the big dick tribe. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool, Paul. <clears throat> so already- what, what, uh, what tribe does Paul identify with? He- I reckon I'd be going with the big dick tribe. <laughs> No, I think I'd be like I'm not one of the other tribes. I'm in the fucking Messiah, big dick tribe. Yeah, I will confirm which tribe. Maybe it wasn't even the Messiah who had the big dicks. You know what do I know? I'm just gonna go out on a limb and assume a good majority of all the tribes have big dicks. I'm just gonna say that. I got onto a lot of Kenyan Instagram pages because I thought maybe I could become famous in Kenya. And I was like, they speak English, I right? I could be famous in Kenya for being mm. the most quickly murdered person <laughs> <laughs> to ever Wait, in Kenya. Remember that, remember that silly white cunt who came over here and we all fucking murdered him? That, no. Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. My goodness, you're fantastically tall. Oh, we're going to have so uh, much food for the I don't pizza. understand. I don't understand. Look, the people of Kenya deserve my comedy as much as any other country. So I think... Why wouldn't we go to Kenya? Why would anyone kill me? I love the people of Kenya. Yeah, it's not about how you feel about the people of Kenya. <laughs> it's how they feel about the way you feel about I'm them. Told they, they <laughs> and have, the way you express it. And the words a, would you there's say? a comparatively relaxed post-colonial <laughs> atmosphere in <laughs> Kenya at the moment. Jesus. They're part I of the Commonwealth. you would get off the plane and go, take me to the big dick people. <laughs> and then they would go, get the fuck off this island. <laughs> From what I've island. seen experiencing <laughs> Kenya. <laughs> Do you think Kenya's island? an island? Oh, I think probably parts. I reckon there's an island somewhere. Uh, oh, very my wrong. Goodness. Surely it's well, in the actually, of Africa. you know, they do have a port. I've left my phone over there. Does Kenya have an island? Hey, Google. Fuck me. Are there any islands in Kenya? Oh. Oh. Sorry. Google your, arching up there. Your Google yelled at me. My Google's got the data off, so it didn't work. Um, Since mobile shut data. the fuck. Hey, hey, Google. Does Kenya have any islands? This would be good. I hope they do. On the website, 
According to Travelstart Kenya, the Kenyan coast is riddled by many of these tiny islands and headlands. Granted, well. considering that's where the Indian Ocean and all that hey, Google, shut is located. Up. Fucking this is weird listening to both Googles at once, but we found out Kenya has islands now. We activated now. two Googles, they both said the same thing, and both of them said that you're a dumb cunt. Um, <laughs> that's just what Google said. I might be paraphrasing, but I heard he three islands, Jake's a dumb cunt. He was Jake's looking at Jake, Jake when he said that, mm. yes. All right, now, let's find out about this woman and her massage. Okay, all right, you know what? Do you reckon we should just do this? I mean, yeah, uh, what could possibly... It's fine. Okay, well, I think fine. we've got it all out of the way now. So. <clears throat> what noises do Kenyans make? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, it says, can you believe it? Oh, oh that's pretty good. Cool. 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 Can you believe it? It says, mad mum roots Maasai man meat. Now that is... Alliteration features right, heavily in this. That's Say what that Triple again. M actually stands for. Mad <laughs> Maasai man <laughs> Oh. We're going to tune into Mad Messiah, mate. We've got footy, we've got rock and roll. All right, time for the secret sound. <laughs> is that Dick. Mad Messiah Meats? Uh, you want the- yourself a trip to the fucking islands of Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, put the islands of Kenya on our festival lineup, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, yes. it, it, all the phrases, I'm, we're going to do a shirt up. It's going to be like a, like a Coachella looking oh, one. That's nice. uh, the islands yeah. of Kenya. Shout we- out to a good friend of ours, Jamison Gilders, listener of the show. She's made a Smut Club 1990. Festival lineup of phrases that could be bands. Yeah. Um. So we'll quickly. I'm just going to do bands a, a, a few Kenya. of them. Yeah. Um. Home blokes. Darren Hamster and the Moots. Swimming pool of Splinter. The Chuzies. Do your bickies. Bat Sheila. Chuzies. Hunky Matt. Cashman feet. Tor Snyder. What a, what a track. Great. Uh, Groggy Grandad. Who is Arthur Clark? Arthur Clark's quiet home life. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Arthur Clark's quiet home life. Derbyshire yeah. bandstand. Clam Cam. Arthur Dr. Clark's Marcus quiet Jones. home life is the opposite band to the. Crazy world of Arthur Brown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's you know the crazy world of Arthur Brown. No, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not familiar. Okay, yeah, fire! <laughs> do do do! I'll take you to burn. You don't know that song? <laughs> I don't know that song, but I'm familiar with. I it am as a the phrase god of hellfire. <laughs> you don't know that? <laughs> I, I don't know it as a song, but I'm familiar with it as a phrase the Kenyans will use when you land there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't understand why the people of Kenya wouldn't absolutely love me and allow me to perform at their concert hall. I just. We'll do a poll in the Instagram. Now, Continue on. Now let's focus on someone who does uh, love Kenyan people. And oh, sorry, that made it sound like you don't. This is Ken- okay. <laughs> it definitely Ken- does. I've okay. been reading a lot about the Kenyans and their history. Okay, go on. They're okay. a wonderful people. Okay. The Safari, <laughs> the uh, Unity, the you Mau are- Mau. <laughs> Rebellion. <laughs> you are a beacon of chaos. Go on. The talk. train lines. <laughs> right, talk we'll about the canyon. Okay. <laughs> and the woman. Pommy housewife Cheryl Mason, 34, has got the serious hots for Daniel Lecimencho, 24, large penis tribal dancer of Samburu, <laughs> northeast Kenya, who she met. <laughs> Did it say yeah, wait, wait, it says, tribal Yes. I'm not, this is it verbatim. It said, who she met and fucked oh, on a recent holiday. Oh, goodness gracious. And while she's waiting for her hubby to save... For her hubby? All right. For her hubby, hubby to save up enough crap... Ca- hey, how about you start again? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm scattered. And while she's waiting for her, her hubby to save up... <laughs> Come on, you got this. And while she's waiting for her hubby to save up enough cash oh to send her back to Africa, Cheryl's Sorry, walking... Sorry, so her husband is sending her back to I Africa? Don't know, I or don't, bringing her I don't out? Know. She's a housewife and she's having sex with this man. So is, is this man a bull? Is her husband a, a simpy cuck? I think that might be right. Yeah, 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 because... Oh, my. 
Oh my god! So she's waiting to get her actual husband yeah. to send her back to Africa. Her oh white my. little dick husband. It says here, Cheryl's. While she's waiting for that, Cheryl's walking around town, looking like a complete dork in tribal war paint, pining for Dan's Titanic todger. And I will just describe. Do you want to describe? Uh, this is cultural appropriation, if I have ever seen it. What's that woman? It's not dirty, James. So you can look. Okay, I'm not looking at either. Describe what she looks oh like. Oh my, she's only thirty four. She looks much older. She looks awful. She looks no, but that's not cultural appropriation. She's just she's a part of. She's wearing mini beads and lots of face paint and. Gosh, she doesn't look like he has a huge dick, does he? <laughs> but um, I say I'm just I'm sorry. Her husband is sending her back. This is what oh, my God! She's standing with her family wearing all the. <laughs> Paint and stuff. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, is it a photo of her with her? Have, have a look at this. Pet? Have a look. Can I have a little look? At Cheryl, mm-hmm. Yes, this is a picture of them and the family. Oh, oh if I may read. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> they, go into, they go into detail. Cheryl's husband, husband Mike, isn't just accepting her twisted love. I don't like it being called a twisted love. But for a massively membered Maasai dancer, he's actually, capital letters, helping her go back for more. <laughs> Mike has organised garage sales to raise money for the airfare and he even looks after the kids while Cheryl just stares at pictures of her tropical toy boy and plays with glass beads and war paint. (laughs) (laughs) She's had a mental collapse is what's happened. This is not true. This is a woman. No, she's holding the... Mate, imagine they're, they're working class English people, so here we go. Must <laughs> sound crazy, especially when we don't have enough money to pay for bills and for all our calls to Kenya, but have phone disconnected, he told the picture. But despite everything, I still love Cheryl, and I feel we must do whatever is best for the children. Mate, <laughs> what's the, best the, for the children? I don't have right, any kids. bitterness or hatred towards her or Daniel, but I've ended up having therapy to help me through it. <laughs> I can't do that an accent. so funny to me. We've got to do whatever is going to help the children. All right, kids, we're doing this for you. We're sending your mother to Africa to get fucked crazy style. <laughs> also, the kids are in that photo. Could you imagine mm. the day they came over to the photographers there? Mum, Dad, what's this for? Uh, don't, you, don't you worry about that. Just pose for the nice is man. Is this a reputable magazine? Is this necessarily true? I hope it's true. No, it's not. It's hope, to, I hope pa- it's true. Pa- pass it over here for me. Yeah, please. I, I just it doesn't, but I think this speaks to something very deep, regardless of the truth of it, about our, you know, who we are. Is that we have an infinite love for the person we're not an infinite, but a, a huge, huge love for the people we're with, and we want to make them happy to the extent that we'll debase ourselves and convince ourselves that things like open relationships aren't just absolutely disgusting. <laughs> and then also we have just an extraordinary yearning for sexual novelty. I mean, just there's there's no end to it. Have you ever seen that uh, WWE documentary with Jake the Snake cool. Roberts? Well, have you ever seen it? Corner. You are. No, no, but he got, where he goes like he's on tour and he goes like, go on tour, leave your wife, get out there. I don't know. He's talking. I don't think he had that accent. He goes, and you have sex with a girl, then you have sex with a couple girls, then you're having sex with toys, then you're having sex with four, five, six different women and toys, and then you go home and you try and make love to your wife. You just can't do it anymore. Right, because the sexual novelty has so perverted him, and so here we have this woman who thinks that her happiness comes from, you know, going to Kenya and having this um, sort of 
frankly <laughs> uncomfortable sexual racial you well, know I, i'm fine with mixed race couples but it seems like she's fetishizing uh, the glass beads and things like that and then the husband wants to make that right for her and the children suffer but he does it because he no, thinks it's good no, for the it children no it says here it says here husband mike mm. who's stuck at home looking after the three kids while mm. cheryl goes hump happy hump happy in darkest africa well you didn't have to I think this magazine is... I think one must just have... It's showing its age. We just have to love each other and our marital uh, partners, partner, in a way that is uh, unitive and procreative and beautiful. Although I will say, when gay marriage went through, when gay marriage went through, the I think it was the Islamic Council of Australia... <laughs> very funny because no, they no, came no, out no. they came out against they did well yeah they came out against gay marriage right but they the christians were all coming out and going marriage is between a man and a woman and to the islamic council of australia they wrote we believe very strongly marriage is between men and women the plural being very <laughs> important <there. laughs> <laughs> that is good. Isn't that discreet? Oh, very good. Uh, he says here, I've got another quote from this, this man. He says, I knew our marriage wasn't perfect. I don't want you to read the quote from the man. I want his to do the voice of the man. Okay. Hello. <laughs> what I did work. No, I left my back. wife. Give it back to him. I uh, liked his voice. No, no. Well. I don't do it very okay. well. No, I liked it. I'd like to do it better. Give it back. I'm not going to listen to you. Give it back to him. Okay, but then you have to not go off on an insane tangent because we are 25 minutes in. Okay, so read the quote there, and give it back to the marriage and then it continues over there. <clears throat> oh, uh, this is a very funny quote. <laughs> I knew our marriage weren't perfect, but I never imagined Cheryl giving up a home and a family to live with an African tribesman. <laughs> he amused. Cheryl had gone to Mombasa, which is Kenyan for filthy port where white sheilas go in search of black blood such as good cries. <laughs> Oh my God. Isn't it sometimes very nice? Because I, I buck as much as anyone against the PC orthodoxy that's choking the life out of our society. But then sometimes you do look back and you go, fuck, strides have been made. And, and it is very important that some things are, are left in the past. Absolutely disgraceful. With a girlfriend because she found her marriage claustrophobic. Okay. Dan was a dancer in a tacky hotel for show. Why attack that? Why attack the calibre of the dancing? Where he... <laughs> where he, where pissed tourists stare at half naked natives. This is repulsive. <laughs> this is a truly. What year did this come out? Nineteen ninety four. Well, fuck me if I don't want to join the Greens now. Can <laughs> <laughs> I have a little? A little he, I'm sorry. <laughs> he introduced himself to me after the dancing. Cheryl told us in a husky whisper, which this I didn't quite <laughs> capture. <laughs> Should have read it. Husky whisper. That's the best she can do. <laughs> what it was? Yeah, the park, husky whispering at each other all day. <laughs> 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 husky. Go on, James. This black warrior towering over me, dressed in red tribal costume, red bulging loincloth, covered in beads and red paint. I found him intimidating yet compelling. Red bulging loincloth. Add that to the festival lineup. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Ding ding ding. Read. Uh, read. That was sorry. That was parentheses. I towering over me, dressed in red tribal costume. Parentheses. Read. Colon. Bulging loincloth. It might have been a red bulging loincloth. But Peter, would you like to read it from here? Yeah, I'd like to have a little look. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Supercharged Daniel knows as much about being a warrior as you know about pre-war Norwegian postage stamps. What? But Which I imagine you would know a lot about, <laughs> yeah. actually, for some reason. I, I feel like that's something you have a high Depends which war, in. really. Oh, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but he's... 
fucking good at chatting up frustrated housewives. All right. All right, you can see. So he's a bit of a Lothario. I've been handed the magazine. All right, just uh, from that. Yep, okay, I'm good. Okay. Oh, God, she's fucking wild to look at. (laughs) She's wild. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Please, the Lord's name. Apologies. That's all right. Um, So he took Cheryl's sightseeing the next day, and before you could say shit, she'll never be able to cram all of that up there. That's the band name, surely. Islands of Kenya, that's perfectly fine, but shit, she'll never be able to cram all of that up there. So he took. (laughs) Cram. So he took Cheryl Sightseeing the next day, and before you could say shit, she'll never be able to cram all of that up there, that capitalised, of course. He was up to his nuts in Cheryl's guts. Oh my goodness! That is that's delightful. Fucking repulsive. It's really lovely. Is nuts in Cheryl's guts. Ow! Thank you for coming to Smut Club Fest. Wow! I love God. it. I love it. Oh, <laughs> come on! Come on! It's going. Fuck. Come on! All right. So, okay. Okay. Oh, all right. All right, right, right. Okay. Oh. So uh, <coughs> let's let's all just slow down. So we've got Daniel, and we've got what's her name? Who gives a Cheryl. fuck? Cheryl. Yeah. Pommy housewife, <coughs> fall in love yeah. with a uh, well-endowed Kenyan dancer. Dancer. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay. Now go. Daniel took her out into the dong and to meet his fifteen brothers and sisters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Before giving her a right rural rodering in a hut coated in cash. <laughs> You both love that, but I don't know if that's normal. I don't know if that's the insulation. Maybe that's good. No, it's just the most <laughs> the most backwards, offensive. Well, insane. Daniel didn't take her to his <coughs> condo, did he? I mean, if the man has fourteen siblings, he's got fourteen uh, siblings. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think either of us are laughing about the siblings. <laughs> Well, what are we? What are we finding funny? The, the cow shit. Just the way that's all being said. A right royal rodering and a, a hut right royal rodering is pretty good. Hut coated in cow. You know what I like there is they they land the alliteration early on. A right royal rodering, and then the the you know hut full of cow shit. <laughs> they could have kept going with some alliteration, but they've gone. Oh, it's just nice. It's just nicely done. That's all. Jesus. It's an intermingling of the poetic and the prosaic, which I suppose <laughs> is what it's sort of like when you're getting fucked in a. Shed covered in poop. <laughs> you know, you'd go. This is beautiful, and this is this is plain, and this is. I, do, I really like you. <laughs> Shit, it's a it's a medley of the poetic and the prosaic. Mm. Uh, a like, right royal rendering. I was like, rendering, I was like yeah. oh, that is a that's a really nice way. That's the, the most eloquent way this magazine's ever been described, and then just went off the fucking cliff. This guy can really write. You, know, you think so? Uh, obviously, uh, he's uh, a great prose stylist. Come on. Oh. Okay, all right, I feel sick. Go. Keep going. Oh, so hut coated in cow shit. Hut yeah. coated in cow shit. Oh, coated <laughs> in cow shit. Hut coated in oh, cow shit. <laughs> hut coated in cow... No, see and see, that's, yeah. Hut coated in cow shit. All right. Naturally, Cheryl came down with a hideous disease and oh. had to return to England to recuperate. Okay. Oh. Poor Carol. Naturally. I hope it's not one particular disease. Probably respiratory after the cow shit. Wouldn't be AIDS, would it? You'd hope not. Yeah. <coughs> Hideous. It didn't put her off, but and now that she's better, she's saving up to go back for some Maasai man meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, more quotes if you want to do, Cheryl. 
No, no, you, you give Cheryl a go. You've got the talent for accents. Remember Husky. Husky. Yeah. <laughs> How are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose people will say that I'm bonkers, she said. And then it goes, Brackers, okay, you're bonkers. <laughs> that's the magazine going, yeah, you are bonkers. Yeah, you're fucked in the head. And that's Ed. Sure. Ed said that. Oh, oh that's uh, Brad Boxall. Also known as Boxy is the editor of this magazine. I looked up Brad Boxall. He used to work on Young Talent Time. <gasps> is he still alive? I, I, I think so. We'll have a quick look. Maybe I'll search his Instagram. While, while you're looking, I'll continue reading because she's still got more to say. Check yes. his LinkedIn. <laughs> right. I suppose people will say that I'm bonkers, she said. But I feel as though I'm in love for the first time. You read about these women who go to Africa and fall in love with a local and think, she must be mad. Yes, Cheryl, you do, don't you? Mm. So they think that they've kind Perfect of put Cheryl's man. They're, they're chiming in what they think about Cheryl, which is and her love. It's not. It's not for you to do. You're a journalist. Keep it. Keep it unbiased. Just tell keep me what's happening. Is that the end of the article? That's the end of the article. And I've then got to got, say. Oh, then hang on, really oh, yeah. quickly. Oh. Right down the bottom, it's got a photo comparing. Um, so it's got the, the house she lives in mm. in England and the house she will be living and the in the cow shit place that she lives in when she goes to Kenya and it says it may seem very stupid for Cheryl to be giving up her nice comfy house for a route in a mud hut in Africa and in fact it is no but I think that goes to show how decadent the west has become (laughs) that even with all our modern contrivances in our family we yearn for uh, you know the place that was uh, desecrated by colonialism to build our altar of progress. And that's where she wants to go. That's where the real energy is. It's actually sort of like a D.H. Lawrence novel, that article, but much uh, quicker and better written. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you've, you've, you've dived into this on sort of like this emotional deep level, but mm. I think to sum up the entire story, mm. I could take a direct quote from this underneath the picture that just says, Cheryl's leaving her kitties for this bloke's big dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's most certainly just the. That's I would the say that's the tagline, isn't it? That'd be it'd be called Triple M up the top, and then that's the subtitle. Cheryl's leaving her husband for this bloke's yeah. big dick. And it's like, is it is it an emotional? Is it a yearning for a new life, or is it just this dick is fucking ginormous, man? And I'm gonna leave my family. I'm gonna dress myself up as as him, almost identical to him. We're not well, not. Completely identical, but yeah. There's right, no what, way what that. Is by the way, there's no way he's yeah, happy about that, is there? Uh, there's no yeah. way that he's pleased. He's shacked up. He's had a one night stand with a woman who's come to town. He's probably done it many times. Yeah. And then she's throwing her whole life away to fly there and live with him. He's probably like, oh, yeah, get but he was this sending off lady out of here. Weird yeah, signals. He brought her back to his hut. Yes. And introduced her to the family. Fifteen brothers and he sisters. He busted his nut, gave out fifteen high fives, and said, oh, "I won't see you for a while." Gave her a fucking cough. She's. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a little bit of Kenyan flu for you. Due to the shit on the top of my hut. But that's what your Back house to the does UK when he with you, a lady Cheryl. Over here. He's got a, You know, whenever you bring a lady home, you have to. This is my housemate. This is the dog. This is, is the guy who's staying with us right now. You say hi to the people you live with. Well, what else do you do? You just bring Cheryl back to your house. You go, Stephen, Andrew, I- Lucy, Chloe, <laughs> Mirabelle, <laughs> Guinevere. <laughs> Razzmatazz, get out! <laughs> <laughs> it's too fun to be racist. <laughs> Razzmatazz um, isn't it? <laughs> that could be a Kenyan name. Razzmatazz. I'm naming my son Razzmatazz. What? What did you? You told me something very interesting about Razzmatazz. Have you heard what he wanted to call your your son? I had a couple of names. Freddie Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> 
for any Razzmatazz Hercules. <laughs> oh, what is your? Are you able to say what your son's actual middle name is? Uh, no, <laughs> it's no. We di- they, we disappear them from the internet. It is. Are you, will you edit this out? That it's is bad. a sick middle name, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I mean, completely unhinged, and he will grow up with, with a lot of problems. Well, we didn't give him to him as a first name, but I really wanted to. But um, I'm glad that there is I'm a voice of reason in your life, in oh, the form t- of your wife. She's wonderful. Yeah, what a wonderful woman. You, I would you I, need honestly, Rainbow. when she leaves me for a fat schlonged Kenyan, <laughs> that's going to be very, very difficult for me. I won't be paying for her to go over. I'll be raging against uh, the dying of the light of our marriage. But I've got a big fat cock, so I don't think I have too much to worry about. That's not my issue. My issue is the skill with which I make love, not the equipment that God has given me. You don't think you're skilled at love? Oh, I think I'm dreadful. I wouldn't want to have sex with me. Possibly that's down to the heterosexuality, but maybe it's because I just don't have it. <sighs> what Can me? you believe it? Can you believe it, eh? <laughs> All right. Well, well, that was um, absolutely fucking tremendous. I uh, that was great. I had a great time. How much of that do you think makes the final edit? Hmm? I reckon we got about three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think that much like your comedy, yeah, uh, it's just one that you you prepare people early on. Go look. If you haven't tuned out in the first ten minutes, the rest is actually on you, listeners. So yeah. for you people listening right now at the end of the episode, well done. You you I, you weathered the storm I and we got think, through it. To be honest, I'm looking at that. I think. Look, looking at us, reflecting on the past, how long has this been going for? Uh, that's what do you mean? How this long? Episode, how long have we oh, around? that's been. It's around the thirty-eight minute mark. I don't think in the way we spoke in the last thirty-eight minutes. I don't think there was anything there. So I'd like everyone who's listening to the uh, to the podcast right now, uh, just grab your phone or, or wake your infection. laptop or whatever you need to do. I'm going to say thirty-eight minutes, and you tell me how far <laughs> through we uh, it is on your podcast right now, and they'll give you an indication of what we cut out. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't think anything's going to get cut out. I, think I don't think I said anything uh, untoward. I love the people of Kenya. I want to come and be famous in Kenya. I want to uh, st- put that away. <laughs> that was Sorry, great. I was just... Some, he opened up the page to some seriously... How would you comforting just... flesh. You look, I believe... Um, <laughs> like a big, fat, ugly, <laughs> gross white woman... <laughs> Listen, let me tell you, you know, the Nazis were nervous. Oh, the Nazis, all this like just... openness to the body. This is a Nazi plot to uh, make people, you know, um, more, more comfortable with who they are and to take away the social conditioning so that you can reprogram to, to commit atrocities. I mean, that's what this magazine is all about. It's fucking putting people on a train at the end of the day. That's where your pornography leads you. I'll tell you that thanks, for thanks for listening to the past 14 minutes. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> everyone for the. Uh, well, it's been a fun run, so this is the final episode of Smut Love. Just know that if you've ever jerked off to pornography, you're a Nazi sympathizer. That's what. No, you- it's just that they can get you. <laughs> Shit. You're opening yourself up for them to come and get you. We've got to be strong. Do you know who, who publishes this magazine? It's published by Bauer. <laughs> <Adolf> Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there is. A, we've already had an article featuring Hitler in this, but no, they were they weren't fans of. I know it's not a Nazi publication because um, they oh, weren't look, fans shitless of shitless tits. <laughs> <laughs> shitless tits. You know, my first ever uh, written paid writing gig was for Power Media through Zoo Magazine. Oh, so they oh, must. Oh, all right, mate. Let's get the clippers out and shave that head now. You <laughs> fucking hypocrite. What yeah. are you talking no, about? I'm reformed. Fucking quizzling little turncoat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 I'm a hypocrite. I've rejected Nazi pornographers. Excuse me. 
I should have been loyal. James, why are you winking and, and elevating <laughs> your one hand? No, why are you walking over to put on a big coat? <laughs> and why are you walking in that specific way that you're almost... Ah, now people will know that you're making you're lying because I don't have the hamstrings for a goose stick. <laughs> Have the hamstrings for the ideology very much. <laughs> Why, yeah, why'd you leave the cult, James? Oh, I didn't have the hamstrings for it. Frozen shoulder. Ah, can't what, get yeah, up there. White, supre- <laughs> white supremacy is a young man's game. That'd be a wonderful art house film about a man who wants to join the Nazi party but is too physically handicapped. Just, and, then, and then they go, wait a minute, is that as good as you can goose step? And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's just that's barely above the knee. <laughs> well, I know. And they're like, mm, we actually might have to. Um, but Put a little a badge really, on here. He's a really good Nazi. Yeah, right. and they're like, how how far are we willing to take our anti-disabled policies <laughs> to <laughs> people a, we love? He's a great Nazi, and it's, the whole film's just physical therapy, so he's good enough to do the goose step. <laughs> it's like the, the king's speech. <laughs> he's got to go to a therapist to get healthy enough to be a Nazi, and in the end, he's gloriously killed in Stalingrad. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh my god, this has been a lot to take on considering we're both 12. <laughs> oh, is that the premise of the show? Children? I yeah, am also d- disgracefully hungover. I've just come good. I can speak. By the end of the episode, I can speak. But the, uh, this has been a well, real let's journey start the for me. the episode now. I think we just ignore everything that's come before. The episode starts now. So, boys, I hear there's this echidna with four penises. <laughs> no, we do not have the time. We do not have the time. The, no. but we've, we've got to get out of the show. I've got to get to the Gold Coast. Gotta, to see yeah, we've got to do things. No, you're in character. You don't have to get the Gold Coast. You've no, got no. your tests. You've got your big school tests coming out tomorrow. You have to revise for. Now, James... You're not pe- a man and you're not a comedian. You're a schoolboy. <laughs> I'm a schoolboy. <laughs> yeah. Now, James, uh, where can people... F- oh, I'll just tell people where they yeah, can find you. you. It's JD. I'm your manager. I can... <laughs> I, this is my job now. You can find James Donald Forbes McCann uh, on social media at JDF McCann on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash... Is it James Donald Forbes McCann? It's all JDF McCann. Or it's all, all JDF. You, yeah. you, what JDF was the previous? McCann. What was your previous YouTube? It was James the it was Man. James the Man, Man McCann. McCann. And you can fucking hate change that. it. <laughs> I absolutely fucking hated that. So I'm very glad you did. Uh, look him up on Facebook. Very good. Uh, no podcast yet. But I mean, do you boys have to go somewhere? We could we could record the first episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann podcast right now. Hmm. Should we I do feel it? like I've cancelled myself. <laughs> I've have you got to go somewhere? Half an hour. Give me half an hour. We'll do the James Donald Forbes McCann podcast. Well, people we'll who enjoyed this. Yeah, we could finish this episode. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, we okay. walked away from the microphone, but the show, that's the end of the episode this week. <laughs> if you want to go and see James live, just know it's going to be very hard to do that now because you're his manager and will not be able to get him work very effectively, in my opinion. But. All you need to know is if you live in Brisbane, you need to go to Good Shack Comedy Club and go to see lots and lots and lots and lots of shows because they're all very good. And thank you for all the paid work you have given me in the past and will continue to give me in the future. Thank you, Jake. And uh, Laughing Out Comedy in Cairns, if you want to go for a little giggle every single Monday night, please follow it. Get along there. I'll be back on December 10th and you will be there. And myself from December 10th with Mel Buddle up in That's correct. Queensland. So, uh, guys, if you go to goodchatcomedy.com, uh, you can get tickets to see Mel Buddle uh, live in uh, Townsville, uh, Mackay, Atherton, Port Douglas, and Cairns. It's going to be so much And fun. if you enter wait. promo code SMUTCLUB1990, I think. Yeah. It'll be something. Try <laughs> Smut Club and then try Smut Club 1990. I'm sure one of those will work. Yeah, one of them works. And you can um, get cheap tickets. Anyway, Datsun's coming home. Mum and Dad are here. Let's put these stiffies away. Thank you. Let's go and hang out. Let's go play some sports. And don't forget to go and listen to the James Donald Forbes McCann podcast. (laughs) It's just launching now. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a wrap. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. See you next week.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.